You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey, look, it's recording. And hey. folks, that's a voice you haven't heard for a while, Mike McPeak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. this, this is Kevin. And yes, folks, unfor- <laughs> unfortunately for the, the rest of the hosts, I'm back. It's this geekiest show ever, episode 282. Yeah, I had to think about it for a second. And before we go any further, I want to thank, while I've got all three of my friends here with me, thank them so, so much for what they've done to fill in while I haven't been able to record. I'm not going to be able to do this all the time. I got to build back up to where I can record on a more regular basis. Um, Today's a good day is all I'll say, and I'm not going to go into any great detail I've just been having some very serious health issues that have kept me from being able to do this on a regular basis, but today's a good day, so I'm back with the gang, so hail, hail, the gang's all here. It's victory for you poor bastards listening. (laughs) I'm raising my tea mug. I was going to say, thank God you're back, uh, so I don't have to lead this parade. I can just walk behind and clean up after the elephants now. Isn't that part of of your day job, Mike? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that is my day job. I just clean up after the elephants. So, yeah. So all the all so the we shit can't dropping. tell you to quit your day job. No. So you're just getting all the shit droppings is basically what you're saying, Mike. Ba- basically, yeah. Well, let's not forget. I do have to make the little uh, circular uh, uh, turd. Uh, dis- uh, not dispenser. God, I don't need one of those. Uh, the, <laughs> the, that's called the a receptacle. Like, that's receptacle. Yes. Called a the turd. The turd disposal. I have to make sure that it's clean and looks nice. Why you want to look in there, I don't know. But whatever, you know. Oh, my it God. It pays the bills. We had, I've had the plumber here twice this weekend. We had to have the kitchen sink snaked out because it clogged up and I couldn't get it to open. And then after they got that open, then the shower and the master bath clogged up. So then I had to have them come back and snake that. At this point, everything seems good. But who the hell don't. Don't jinx it. Yeah, after what I've had to go through at school this summer with everything going wrong, including plumbing problems and things that's backed up and things that need to be reamed out, never ask what can go wrong next. You will find out. Oh, I'm quite aware of that. That's that's not the problem. <laughs> so yeah. I'm about four hundred dollars, well, five hundred dollars poorer after all that. Well, both you and I know, Kevin, that shit goes downhill, literally and figuratively. So yeah. Uh, no, we have pumps that'll pump it uphill. So. Does it oh, go sideways? Because I need a new stove. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, uh, well, yeah, and that's the other thing. I And I told you all in uh, chat that we had, uh, we got stuck having to buy a new washing machine and dryer, which was a quick eighteen, nineteen hundred dollars gone, too, mm. so. Mm. It's not. But the Rain best, floors. but the best thing, and that's good, Melissa, is it's time for me to talk about my favorite subject, <laughs> the weather. <laughs> yeah, yours maybe, not mine not so much, but continue. Well, today it's currently, what is it? It's 48 and it's windy, but not too windy like it's been. We have had horrific wind here. We had a 67 or 68 mile per hour wind gust on Friday. Now, you still have all your trees? Mostly. There's, okay, there's mostly piece, good. There's pieces of them all over the backyard, but they're, they're there. Um... We have all our shingles and siding, as far as we can tell. Uh, my neighbors don't. Um, <laughs> so some of their shingles are in my yard. Some of their siding's in various places. But, you know, 
knock on wood, it's good. But uh, yeah, we had near hurricane force wind gusts. But right now, it's fairly calm. The winds aren't too bad. And the next few days, highs in the low 40s. The lows, you know, below, you know, uh, upper 20s. And there's a chance of some of my little white angels coming on Wednesday. So I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm really good with it. Us too, Kevin. <laughs> you would have loved to live by me because on Friday we got a foot of snow. I know. I was so jealous. We haven't had a foot of snow all season. Every time it snowed all season long, it would snow, it would go away. So that you have the grass. And then it would snow and it would go away. But I do have to say, as bad as it was on Friday, you by 10 o'clock at night, everything was plowed, everything was good. And if I look outside right now, we probably lost half the snow already. But there's still a significant amount out there. And like you, we're expecting another storm on Wednesday. Yeah, I think no grass yet. We have a little what, bit of green. We have no little grass green. yet. A little green poking up. Yeah, in certain places, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. That's like Mike. It's poking up in certain places. <laughs> That's not I what thought, he meant, Mike. <laughs> oh, I thought I had enough hair on top of my head. Anyway. Um, sure. So, Michael, how about your weather? Oh, you'd love this crap. Right now, it's the calm before the storm. It's overcast, and I think we're around 30, 40 right now. We're going to be getting rain in a while, but after a while, it'll turn to snow. I think they're saying probably, uh, I've heard, three to seven inches. Is that what they're uh i think they're saying um so i don't know we'll have to see we may not have school monday or tuesday or sometime in there uh winds up to 40 miles an hour uh three to five inches of snow and we get wind out here you know out here in the great plains there's not a lot to slow it down so our snowstorms can go horizontal quite often um so we'll see how this ends up but i I keep reminding myself it's a it's March. So you expect winter storms in March B it's March. So we haven't had to go through this all winter. So uh, hopefully within a month, maybe, uh, or sooner, this stuff will be gone. We can finally maybe get started with spring or get close to being started with spring. So uh, I'm taking, you know, uh, slight comfort in that. And I really haven't had a good, um, I hate Well, good is not the way I want to put it, but a big enough, heavy enough snow to really test out that electric snowblower we got to see if what it has for the the kahunas to handle this stuff so this you may still be the haven't one put that thing through its paces yet not i mean we've had some fluffy snow that i could have moved to a snowblower that's not a real over the uh, leaf blower that's not a real test um yeah i want something that's you know like a march snow kind of heavy kind of wet uh yeah, so we just, had mike and I yep. used our snowblower, and my body yep. paid for it yesterday. <laughs> well, this is the electric one. I want to see if it's got enough, you know, juice to, you know, throw it the way we need to. Because out here, we uh, the one thing that we, for us moving snow, we try to get it out there as far as we can because we know if we have a long, hard winter, that snow bank's going to keep moving towards the driveway until you run out of places to blow it. Mm-hmm. So always blow it as far as you can. That's the one criteria for us for a snowblower. It's got to be able to shoot it out there a ways. And I may make Kevin. I may kill Kevin before this podcast is over. <laughs> I'm 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 resisting any comments. I'm I'm just holding back. I'm trying to be good, you know, on my. Yeah, it's not happening. You're yeah. good, Lord. Red. What happened to Kevin? Yeah, you're... <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I uh, just blowing it all the way. Never mind. All I'm of a sudden, not... <laughs> Kevin has color. <laughs> Well, I do have a lot of color. I mean, everybody can't see it, but I have my SpongeBob shirt on today. <laughs> so, 
That's one of the advantages of the my health problems is I've lost a shit ton of weight, so that's good. I mean, that's helping some. All right, Melissa, can we have your mm-hmm. your uh, straight flat forecast? Right. Well, today's actually the coldest day of the week coming up. Today, it's only 68 degrees right now, and the rest of the week, it's all going to be in the 70s and 80s. And my family, I didn't go because I was having a bad day yesterday, but my family went to the 4th Avenue Street Fair, and they came back all pink and and much more colored than you are right now, Kevin. (laughs) They all got sunburned, especially my husband. You've met my husband. He's very pink-complected already. Well, yeah, he looks like a tomato now. So I like going up to his forehead and poking him. and <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, so jealous. That's love. Just aggravating. You know, that's good. So, well, so that's the weather, my favorite part of the show. Uh, so I will start off with, I had one thing, I'm not going to make this a long topic, but since my last recording, I've gotten several geeky gadgets, uh, mainly for Christmas. The The three of you guys know I got a nice big 10.1 inch Android tablet that I play with quite a bit, and it's running uh, 7.0 Nougat. Uh, mm. I love it. It's a nice RCA tablet. Uh, it came in a great case and everything, so works fine. I've stuck a 32 gig SIM in it because it had 32 gigs of built-in memory, uh, and with Nougat, you can actually combine the storage so it appears mm. all as one big hunk of storage. Oh, you don't have to, like, offload the apps onto one, and that's cool. It thinks it's 64 gigs of storage. So, you know, hey, and I've been putting some apps on it. I've been playing around with it. Um, I don't use it quite as much as I use my iPad Air 2, but, I, you know, I use it a lot, um, and it's fun. I mean, it's just a great little device to fool around with. So I'm I'm becoming more Android-ish, shish, shish, shish. Shit. Meanwhile, okay. Mike's becoming more iOS. He's he's becoming <laughs> ishish, and I'm ishish. Ish. Oh shit! This is just it. This is just Ishtar. This that's it. Just ish yeah. a show. Yeah, just ish a show. Mm. Um, the other thing I picked up was uh, I mean, there's a, I think a few people know that I might be a little bit into gaming. You know, I game just a little bit. Nah, uh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> but uh, my lovely wife gave me a Nintendo. 2DS XL. Now, if nobody knows mm. what that is, it looks like the 3DS XL, except they just take out the 3D features, which I probably wouldn't use anyway, and it also saves you about 50 or 60 bucks. It plays <laughs> all the same games, just doesn't do that. And it's lighter weight. Mm. It's a lot lighter in weight. Mm. So, that's been a I've, really I, fun. I've toyed around with getting that, and I've thought about it, but uh, I, I, I've resisted. Uh, you know, my, my gaming, uh, just before we started here, uh, I was playing the farm simulator on the Switch back there, so I had my little routine set up. I watched uh, Do the Farm Simulator, and then on my uh, Android tablet, I've been watching uh, Criminal Minds and catching up on that series. And then I'll keep my uh, iPad handy if I need to look up something, look at email, Twitter, whatever, while I'm doing this. So I have this whole thing set up where I can get really comfortable downstairs. But uh, uh, I've thought about that one. I also keep thinking, I still keep thinking about the Xbox. I still haven't quite talked myself out of that one yet. Are you done with uh, CSI? Oh, yeah, I think I finally, uh, I got through all of those, now I'm up to season three of Criminal Minds, and what is oh, it, okay. 17 seasons of that one, so I may be at this while, but it's a perfect combination, I don't have to concentrate real hard on the farming sim, uh, I can watch, look at the show once in a while, I tried watch, and that's when you don't need to watch real close, I tried watching um, 
um, Ash versus the Evil Dead. That's more of a special effects show. You kind of need to pay attention to that one. Um, that one just didn't work out. But something like this where I can get the story without having to watch it you know, all the time uh, works out rather well. But I do have some other games. I got uh, L.A. Noir and I've got um, Rocket League on there. I just need to sit down and concentrate on them sometime. But not right now. I'm farming. Yeah, Rocket League is a new game. That and uh, Arms are two new games the kids are playing on the Switch upstairs. So, mm-hmm. Arms, they really get into it. I mean, they stand up in front of the big fifty-inch TV and they're up there, arms flailing and everything. My one, my one daughter thought she'd thrown her arm out. They got to going at it so hard. <laughs> what is oh it my. like a dance type of game or no? It's a it's a boxing it? game, and you oh. hold the the uh, Joy-Con in your hand and it senses the motion and you push buttons oh. so it's kind of like a double fisted game with a Wii you know when you're playing but it's yeah I was going to say it was like the Wii yeah, yeah like right. Wii boxing yeah, yeah. It, it's like uh, Rock'em Sock'em robots with on the steroids because they're, th- their <laughs> arms can do different things so you can have some that will come out and spiral and some that will um is it rocket punch? I forget. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at I've looked at it and I kind of thought about it. So you you can get arms that do different things, and so you have different types of opponents. So it's just not straight boxing, and that's the kind of thing I like. That's why I was always addicted to Borderlands because you can get in there and you can tweak things like your weapons, your shields, your your guns, all this other stuff. Um, so you can sit there, and it brings out the geek in me that you can sit there and fiddle with all this stuff. To uh, if you're not quite uh, winning your combat, you can sit there and tweak things. It looks like the same thing with arms, too, that you can get different arms and tweak them different ways so that uh, you give yourself an advantage so you can kind of discover your own playing style where it's just not go out there and you know shoot something right. or punch something. Yeah, it's uh, they, they've really enjoyed playing that a lot. And uh, uh, it was... What was it? They were playing something the other day and they got really carried away with it and they finally just said, okay, we need to take a break, and they both, everybody put this stuff down and walked away because it was getting a little too intense. So, yeah, and then, uh, like I said, my son really, he was actually playing Rocket League just before I came downstairs. So, mm. yeah, quite popular. I haven't tried either game yet, so, but we'll see. Have any of you watched Altered Carbon on Netflix yet? I started to, and again, it was one of those things I needed to just watch it. I can't watch that, especially something new that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, that uh, you definitely have to pay attention to. You'll miss yeah. it if you don't. Uh, yeah, so I've just got to be able to sit down. And I just there's something about me just sitting down watching something. I, I need to be doing something. But uh, some of these I just need to sit down and just, like, I don't know, handcuff my hands together or something. So I just can't do anything except watch it. But uh, I'm like, you like, I can't. Yeah. That, that's, mm-hmm. I end up having my phone, a tablet, and the TV yep. going, yep. and I'm sitting there doing all this stuff, and it's like, what happened to just watching? Double yeah. screening. <laughs> There's just yeah. too much to do, because I'm usually knitting or you know doing something like that as I'm watching whatever it is, I'm, whether it's a podcast or a movie yep. or a TV show. Well, with pod- I usually keep a screen by when I'm watching TV just for if there's commercials. But with Altered Carbon, there hasn't been. That's just kind of straight up, you know, got to pay attention to it or you'll miss something kind of a show. The reason I brought it up is because there's a, I won't spoil it too much for you, but there's there's a part where one of the characters gets a, a new body part that happens to be an arm. And there's actually, there's a whole Reddit devoted to this character's arm. And I just think it's really funny. Wow. That must really be an arm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm thinking of the six million dollar man and picturing Mike in those little gym shorts from the seventies. <laughs> and now I'm going to be sick and throw up. <laughs> uh, I'll be right behind. All right, well you. that's the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. So yeah, Mike is Steve Austin. There you go. There's a picture. We can launch him into space and see if he can land a spacecraft. What do you think, Mike? Uh, uh no. Well, you mentioned that, and this is you know off topic, but it made me think of it. Okay, so Elon, uh, Le- uh, whatever, uh, Musk. Um, That's what uh, I was thinking of when you started talking about that. I started picturing yeah, that spaceman in the launched, car. Yeah, yeah, he uh, launched a car into space. Why has nobody made the, Why has nobody made the connection with that from the opening scenes of the movie? Um, um, oh God, I hit it when my mind yeah, shut down. <laughs> yeah, um, there's there's a, a um, show or a TV show yeah, or a movie. Kept, Heavy heavy metal, the movie, the uh, the animated uh, movie from nineteen seventy nine, I think it was. It opens up with this car being dropped out of the space shuttle, a Corvette, I think it is, and with a spaceman in it, and the car floats down through the atmosphere and he lands. Why is no? Just uh, Google the opening credits for uh, Heavy Metal and watch that one. It, oh, that's interesting. It looks, you bring that up because again, another another side uh, topic. My husband and I were talking about. Uh, children's shows that gave us nightmares as, as children. <laughs> he mentioned that heavy metal was one of those that was pretty uh, twisted and, and pretty serious yeah. for kids to watch, but we watched it anyway. And, you know, so we started rattling off things like Watership Down and, and Dot the Can- Dot and the Kangaroo and uh, Secret of Nim and, you know, just like cartoons like that that we watched when we were little kids and kind of like stuck with us. Well, Melissa, unfortunately, some of us weren't little kids in 1979. We were... <laughs> We were young adults at that right. point. And, and, it's, and, and it still fucked you up? No, no, it didn't. No. Oh, okay. The, no, the only thing one, that messed me well, up... Now you know I what's was, wrong with me. Yeah. Well, that's one of the many things. I have a database on Amazon through S3. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I have... Uh, the thing that I used to... That freaked me out was... Does anybody remember the show Ultraman? No. No. I don't remember it. It was a... I think it was a Japanese import, and he was always fighting... He was always fighting like Godzilla and and Mothra, and I'm trying to remember all these you know beasts. I can't remember all of them. And he shot rays and stuff like this. It was you'll have to look it up. I can't explain it any more than that. But Ultraman and that show, because of the monsters, it got to the point I would sleep didn't like to sleep at night, and I'd have the sheets pulled up over my head, you know, because I was afraid. Godzilla or Mothra was going to fly by our house or something like that and eat me. But, you know, you know, these, those were the types of things that freaked me out. So I have different buttons to push, you know, so, but anyway, well, see, my husband watches these kinds of things as a grown ass adult now. So I'm, I'm having a hard time if I remember this from my childhood or if it's just because it's something that I saw in the bedroom. <laughs> Oh, well, see, then, what I remember, yeah, I'm not going to touch that one either. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, just move along. <laughs> the the one thing I remember when I flash back to my childhood is one banana, two banana, three banana, three four. Three banana, four. Five four banana, bananas make a bunch of so many, many more. more. The, 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 uh, banana the banana splits. splits. Banana splits. The banana splits. Yeah. Oh, I kind of remember them. Oh, awesome. I have, in fact, I have their song on iTunes. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, just Google it on YouTube and you can see a video of the opening credits of the banana split. It's Elisa's ringtone right now. She's just not telling us that part. Well, you know, you promised not to tell Melissa. Uh, I know. Darn it. Well, you know, I saw them live in concert, uh, Elisa. 
I saw the <laughs> Banana Splits live in concert when I was like wow. eight years old, maybe nine years old. Wow. And I thought it was cool that I saw the Rolling Stones. That doesn't hold a candle, <laughs> right? I, I mean, I saw them. Well, here now here's the real bad part. So, my mother used to work at this place down in Tyson's Corner called Gem Store, and Gem was spelled G-E-M, and it stood for Government Employee Market. And you had to be a federal government employee to go there, kind of like it, it was your membership, kind of the way Costco and Sam's Club is nowadays, but you don't have to be a government employee. So she worked there, and it was right in Tyson's, not that far out of D.C., a hell of a long ways from where we lived at that point. But anyway, uh, we she said they were going to be down there, so they, I got taken down there, and they had a flatbed trailer set up in front of the store, and the banana splits were performing, you know, and they did they were doing their thing and singing their songs and all that. I was like so excited, and I wanted to get the autograph. Well, the line was just like ridiculous. I mean, there must have been two thousand kids there to watch the concert. <laughs> wow! And I'm, you know, we're talking kids. I mean, people from like ten and under. So they said, "Don't worry about it. We'll get you into scene when they get off the stage." Great. So. I go in, they take me back to where the banana the, the banana splits have done their makeup and done all that. I walk Uh-oh. in and here's there's just four guys sitting there. They had Uh-oh. the heads off of their costumes and I'm going Oh no. <laughs> huh? You know my illusion was a little screwed. No. But I handed them the little flyer and they signed Fleagle, Beagle and I can't remember all all the other names, but they all signed yeah. it. But I did get to see them live in concert, so you know. You've I just lived. looked it up. There's there's an Etsy uh, thing where I guess they're little they're little statuettes, and it says Flegel, Drooper, Bingo, and Snorky. Yes. That bring a ring a bell. Oh yes. <laughs> tra la 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 la. Tra la 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 la. la la. There's no help for any of you. Hey, mm. it was the <laughs> '60s. What can we say? <laughs> no, but I'm looking at these things, and I'm like, oh my god, you're the reason why we have all of these these other characters that my kids grew up with. See, now I never would have been able to get away with this stuff with my kids because Lucian just absolutely drew the line at any any time a person walking around in a costume. He just would be so freaked out by it. We went to a movie theater one time where Snoopy was walking around and he had a meltdown. <laughs> he was just he was terrified of them. So I just said, oh. nope, we're not doing the Easter Bunny. We're not doing Santa Claus. Nobody dressed up in costumes. Just oh. freaked him out too much. And so I see, escaped all that. Well, see, then the other show I loved was, at that time, and I try not to sidetrack it, we'll get back, was the New Zoo Review. I don't know if anybody... Oh, i back for you. Yes. <laughs> I had a crush on What's-Her-Face, the lady. I can't remember the lady's name. I don't it. think I watched it that much. I just remember that. But H.R. Puff and Stuff. HR stuff. I remember. Who's friend, who's friend when things get, get rough? rough. HR HR and stuff. Can't get a little get a little but you can't get enough. So yes, HR and stuff and my yep. my kids look at me like, "What were you on?" Very <laughs> sad that we can remember all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about the geeky gadgets that I had and something else I'm working on, I'm not going to talk about on this show is everybody knows on previous shows that I had been trying to get the Google Play Store set up on my Kindle. And I had faced Mm -hmm. multiple challenges. Well, guess what? I got the Play Store set up on my Kindle. Ah. So now you can have a $29 or $39 tablet, depending on whatever, how much you pay for it if you catch it on sale. And you can use the full Google Play Store then. So it's really cool. So, yeah, I downloaded like 
20 apps on it, you know, and I was like, wow, this is great. And I haven't used it much since because I, then I got my Android tablet for Christmas and I've been, you know, the pure Android experience. So, but I'll talk about that more on another show next time I'm back on maybe. So without me monopolizing any further, I know Elisa mm-hmm. had some updates that she wanted to share. Yeah, I forgot to talk about this last time. I've got a little tip on a way that you can save potentially on your cable bill. Now, I have Time Warner Cable, which has been bought out. Charter and Time Warner and Bright House are now called Spectrum. And what they did as a Valentine's Day is they changed everything to 100% digital, which meant if you watched your cable TV by taking the wire that came out of the floor and hooking it to the back of the uh, television, your TV no longer worked. You had to get a digital converter box. Now, for us, you get it free for the first year for one television. So if you have more than one TV, you have to get one of these converters for each one of your TVs at $7 a pop. So that's that's almost $100 a year per television. And I say, well, that's not happening. So what I did, and many others are doing this too, is I bought a Roku stick. Now, what bothered me about the Roku stick is that I have Fire Sticks. The Fire Stick does not have the Spectrum app. So I had to get Roku Sticks. cost $29. The Spectrum app is on there. So now you can watch TV through the Spectrum app using the Roku Stick. $29 versus 100 That's a good price. Sounds yeah, like you now, got a boomstick instead. Now, the drawback, though, is it does take a little more time because you turn the TV on, it goes to the home, you have to go to Spectrum, and then it takes a little while for it to load up. It's also a little bit more difficult if you're the kind of person that flips from one station to the other. You're watching maybe two different baseball games or just two different shows, and you usually go back and forth. That's not easy. You have to basically say you want to watch something on Channel 5, and then you want to switch to Channel 60, you have to just scroll, 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 scroll to Channel 60. Then scroll back up to Channel 5, so there's no back and forth, back and forth. But, again, $29 versus $100 per year. Mm -hmm. So I bought two Roku sticks. If you have a a Samsung Smart TV, it's built in. The Spectrum app is built in. Hmm. I do not recommend it. The smart TV is horrible. I will never buy one again, Mm. at least for us. I think they are horrible, and it takes forever for everything to come up. MLB keeps kicking us out, Mm -hmm. where it works fine everywhere else. So if you don't have Spectrum and you have another cable provider, check and see if that cable provider has a separate app that you can use to watch TV. And then that way you can save some money on the box. Hmm. Yeah, I... um... I got a Roku Express. I got some Amazon gift cards for Christmas, and I caught a Roku Express, uh, the newer version, and I finally got it hooked up today with the help of my kids. And um, uh, I put the Xfinity app on it because I have Xfinity, Comcast, whatever you want to call it, and it works the same way as far as changing channels and stuff like that. Now... The one good thing is it does let me access content in my cloud-recorded DVR programs. It also now lets me use HD content that I normally can only get downstairs on the Xfinity box. I can now get upstairs through the Roku, which is nice. So, like, if I want to watch a NASCAR race, I can watch it in high def 
and that works out really well. But again, it's only right now they're calling it a beta app, and they're saying they may charge for it when it comes out of beta. So oh, that's a little nice. sucky, but it you know mm. we'll, see, we'll see how it goes because it's it works kind of just like the Xfinity Stream app that I have on my phone and my iPad. Yes, where, I'm with that one. Yeah, and and also on my Android tablet, I have it on all all my devices, uh, my Kindle, everything. So that if yeah, I have one DVR of those, from that too. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's the great thing about it. So and you know, so it's on every tablet that I have. So if I'm out in the kitchen by myself eating lunch or something like that, and I won't, I'll just throw something on or just stream something, you know, to watch while I'm sitting there eating or something like that. It, it works out really well, but. I'm hoping they'll make it cheap and I can get rid of the little digital converter that I have upstairs because I had to get one of those, and that's $7 a month. Yeah, it's $7 a month times the number of TVs. We kept one yeah, with the DVR. All. I just have one. Does we kept one with the DVR. TV? Does anybody have an Apple TV? No, yeah. I don't. I do. Okay. Because what I found, it seems like from some of the things that you're talking about, not all, but some of them, it seems like there's still a better experience yet to be had when you go through the actual network apps for some of these types of things. For example, The Walking Dead. So the reason why I know a little bit about the Xfinity app is because in the beginning when we first started watching, like after we got through all the Netflix, you know, backlog, and then we started watching the current episodes when they were current at the time, uh, we got my dad to DVR them using his Xfinity account. And so we would just log into that on the iPad and watch it. And at the time, it was okay because we were traveling and we just, you know, watching it on an iPad was fine. But then we wanted more. And so then we figured out that we could use the AMC app to watch it, still using the Xfinity login. But that was a much better viewing experience watching it through, the, through that actual network app than trying to watch it off of the DVR streaming thing. Because then yeah. we didn't really have to fast forward through the commercials and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I do with the ABC app a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. cause I watch. They still have commercials, though. Yeah, but it's not terrible. They're so I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind that too much. They're, they're well, sometimes the commercials short. freeze, and then you don't actually have to watch it. <laughs> that happens on NBC app. The commercials yeah. will freeze, and you're stuck. Yeah. Oh, I haven't experienced that. Uh, the ABC app is probably the only one that I was using the sci-fi app until the bastards killed Dark Matter but that's a little mm. different problem. <laughs> um, so that was, that's the one there I used. But, um, you know, it's just something I'm playing with and using upstairs. It's nice to be able to do that. But, I, you know, if, if maybe they'll come back and say, well, if you want to use it on this, you have to pay three ninety five a month to use it. Well, that's, mm. that's about half the price of what I'm paying for the little digital box. So goodbye mm-hmm. digital box, you know. Right. Digital, but I I'm like surprised, that. though. That they're charging it because when, even when I went to Time Warner, well, the Spectrum store, there's a store near me, and I prefer to go in person rather than talk on the phone. And we changed over from Time Warner plan to a Spectrum plan. I said, you know, I'm not paying for this box. I'm using the Spectrum app on the Roku stick, and they they agreed and they said, yeah. She goes, that's what I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so they're recommending to do that. Well, but you have to. Well, it's less hardware for them to have to support. Yeah, but it's less money that they're collecting. That's $100 a year per television per customer mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people who go, eh, I can't be bothered. I'll just pay the $7 and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, but see, you got to understand, Comcast wants every penny they can squeeze out of your any mm-hmm. part of you. I'm not going to yeah. say exactly what I'm thinking, but they <laughs> they can they'll squeeze you any way they can for a dime. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. That's why uh, the last time our cable bill went up, I called them and I said, "Look, I said you need to put it back where it was or cancel the subscription." There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, what I would have done was just bought internet service and we would have bought, you know, some other mm-hmm. streaming service because I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like so, Sling or something like that. Sling or PlayStation View or something like that all run on the Apple TV. So, you mm-hmm. know, what's the big deal? So, well, you know. I was just checking. I was just checking out because I got Direct TV here. Now I don't. Uh, you can get it on your phone and your tablets. I don't think there's anything on any of the boxes. But I was just looking here to see if you can uh, use like a uh, uh, Chromecast or something like that, or Chrome Chromecast enabled device and stream it to your TV. But it will allow you to watch live TV, and it'll also allow you to watch what's on your DVR, which is uh, kind of nice. See, it's yeah. funny because we have, I was telling you guys in previous episodes that we recently bundled, I that had been against my religion for so, so long, but because of, you know, the bill going up and wanting to get faster internet, and I got talked into bundling the internet and TV, and, and I asked them about it, and they said, well, you don't have to hook up the box, but you do have to, we have to send you the box, and they said, and I, I've since checked the bill, and there isn't, knock on wood, there is not a fee for the box, that they sent out like there's no rental fee for this hardware um but we did get hbo with it and we got twice the uh internet speed which was nice and so you know our bill went down then it went back up but then in all told it only went up like you know under a dollar difference and i don't know how long that'll last but you know it's a game that you play and it's just it's just how it is but it's just kind of funny because <laughs> they sent out this this hardware this piece of hardware and i still haven't taken it out of the box because I do just I just don't want to be troubled with having to set up the hardware. I have to set up the hardware in such a location so that it's line of sight, which in the way that my house is, is configured is still kind of childproofed in a way that because I've have I've, I'm so used to having everything inside of media cabinets. I just pull the backs off so that they can ventilate, but I can't stand all the blinky lights and everything. And I would just it would just be so much work to try to, you know, I have to run new cable. There's just so much that would have to happen for me to hook up this damn box. And for what? Because I don't watch live television. I don't, I'm not a sports fan. My husband isn't luckily. And I don't watch, you know, quote unquote live television. I can't stand sitting through all the commercials. It's bad enough that we pay for Hulu and still have to watch the freaking commercials. We do watch, you know, ABC and there's a couple of sitcoms and things like that, that we'll watch and we'll sit through, you know, those commercials but, I mean, for what? I'm already getting the, the content that I want to get between Netflix and, and the network apps on the Apple TV. I'm just so much happier without that damn box. So it can stay in its cardboard box as, as far as I'm concerned. The only thing that's probably going to get that thing out of the box is if I just get really curious and decide that there's, I want to see maybe if there's something I might be missing out on. Just if I decide that I want to run new cable or whatever and, and my, my tinkering gets the best of me. But other than that, I just, ugh, it's just too much effort to think about. I, yeah. I just, I don't yeah. need DVR. I just, I just don't need that in my life. Oh, um, I love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I we, know. We, and I know people who love it. And I don't know if there's just something I'm missing out on or what, but I just don't want to be beholden to have to tape a show. Well, it's really easy. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, as far I know as. you schedule it, right? Well, you can, ske- you just go onto the guide, hit record, and that's it, and walk away. 
Now, like Big Bang Theory, I said record all new episodes of the Big Bang Theory. Record all new episodes of Young Sheldon. And that's it. I'm done. I don't do Mm -hmm. anything else. I guess it's for those types of shows that haven't come out on things like Netflix or Hulu and stuff like that. I guess it's all about the licensing. And I guess there's just not many of those shows that I have an interest in just yet because we're still happy with the other content. Well, like Melissa, tonight my husband and I will watch Homeland on Showtime. And at the same time as we're watching that, The Walking Dead will tape. And then tomorrow or Tuesday when I have time, I'll watch The Walking Dead. So The Walking Dead is out now? There's a new season out? Yeah, it started last week. Okay, that usually does start with Homeland, doesn't it? They come out around the same time. Yep, started last week. So I figure my husband, he doesn't watch a whole lot of TV, so we'll watch Homeland, especially because it's cable, so there's no commercials. And then that way, when I watch The Walking Dead, I can just zip right through those commercials. So why don't you just use the AMC app to watch Walking Dead? Why should I? I just use the Showtime Mm -hmm. app when I want to watch... Homeland, and I use the AMC app when I want to watch Walking no, Dead. because we have a, we have Showtime on the main TV. Well, on all the TVs, but we have Showtime, so we'll just sit in the family room and watch it while the DVR tapes Walking Dead, and then whenever I'm ready, I can just plop myself down and watch The Walking Dead. I just skip the whole DVR part. I just watch Walking Dead when I want to watch it on the AMC app, and I didn't have to do anything to, to get to it. See, I've done that before, and I found it more difficult. I try not to use the apps because I find them to be more difficult. Especially, yeah. I, another example, I'm also watching the, the assassination of Johnny Versace. Okay. That's on FX. <laughs> okay. So it ta- I sat down Friday night to watch it. It's on Wednesday nights. And for whatever reason, I find this happens every now and then. It says that it taped, but when I hit play, nothing happens that's like, happened to my dad before nothing too. happens yeah. so i i reset the box thinking well maybe if i just reset the box but nope didn't take care of it yeah so i don't want that aggravation in my life yeah so fortunately it was on again last night so yeah. i'll be able to i haven't checked it. it yet but hopefully i'll be able to uh, watch it and it worked but the thing is when i went to watch it on demand that's the type of station that doesn't give up its shows for a week so anything that's mm-hmm. on fox yep. if you miss it you have to wait until the next episodes come out before you can watch the previous one. See, yeah, and that's how it is for, for me, and that's how it's always been. And I'm fine with that because I don't have a type of, I don't think you do either, but I, I don't have the type of lifestyle where I have to watch it when it airs. It could be, it could be, it could have been out three weeks ago, and I don't care. I just watch it when I want to watch it, when I have time to watch it. Right, that's and I like to do the... You know, having little kids and stuff, too, so it's hard to find well, yeah. But, and I like to do the binge watching where you get a bunch of them because I, yeah. I mean, I like cliffhangers, but I don't like cliffhangers. I mean, I like yeah. the, the build up, but I want the immediate resolution because, yeah, I want, you know, instant gratification. Yeah, that's so, the uh, other thing. I've gotten spoiled right. by that. I just end up just binging and I, I let right. it queue up. That's why so, that's why with Hulu, we we let it we put it on hold for 12 weeks and then we wait until because that's a, that's the the maximum amount of time that you can put it on hold for and then when it comes off hold then we pay for it for that month and we just we just binge everything that's that's queued up since then we watch it all and then we put it back on hold again and i'm just totally fine with that see a lot of times it depends on the type of show if it's the big bang theory you don't need to binge that mm-hmm. you can go week by week by week but if it's something like breaking bad yeah. that was the kind of show that you real uh, game of thrones game of thrones because they're yeah. so intense those are better to be binged because you can keep track of what happened week to week mm-hmm. if you're that's, watching that's them what i do with the walking one Dead. after the other as opposed to a week then the next week then the next week and homeland made me easy. like that too 
And the, eh, the flip, homeland the, needs to be done. Right. And the, the flip side is trying to use some of those apps sometimes. Uh, it could be the way the app is designed. It could be my internet. I don't know. But there's been times I've tried to watch shows uh, with the uh, network app, and it was it just drove me up a wall. I think I tried to do that with, uh, oh, um, shoot, what's the, oh, um, Lucky, I think his name was, uh, the, uh, the guy that was on uh, Crim, uh, Law & Order SVU, uh, left and he's got a show on. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Chris Malone is Maloney. Yeah, Maloney. Yeah, yeah. yeah him. Oh. I think the show's name's Lucky, and I tried watching it on the Sci-Fi app, and it was stuttering, and I just got torqued off because I was trying to get the first couple episodes that I missed, and I just said screw it, went to uh, Amazon and just bought the series for. <laughs> 15, 20 bucks, something like that. Just, just so I can watch it. But, uh, yeah, like I say, the app sometimes will make the viewing difficult sometimes. Yeah, like it's say, it six be... and a half, one dozen the other. I mean, it's either right. if it's the app that's malfunctioning, because that's happened to us too. One time we went to watch two episodes of The Walking Dead, and they were like in, it wasn't high def, and it wasn't standard. It was like something else, and it was really pixelated. And we had to, we had to like restart it two times, and then it finally it finally rectified itself and it was fine. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hoop that you have to jump through, but that's no different than, you know, getting the DVR screwed up or, you know, missing that recording or, you know, having it, it said it recorded, but it didn't. And, you know, it's just, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's just, it's just a different flavor. Yeah. No, like, like I said, I like the way I'm set up right now. The, the only thing that I'm disappointed with as far as the Apple TV goes, I tend to watch a lot of YouTube whether it's podcasts. Oh, or, yeah. People are hating on that YouTube app. Oh, they screwed it up <laughs> so bad. Now, the bad part is it's just like the the version that they had on the Roku. They've, they've made a few improvements to it, but, like, you can't turn off the autoplay. You can turn it off, but it does it ignores that setting. Oh, jeez. So you watch the video, and I'm watching, like, one of my gamer things. Uh, I watch a guy called Metal Jesus Rocks. Uh, because I like his gaming videos. Well, I want to watch this one video, and then I'm done. I want to do something mm-hmm. else. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to watch the next 60 based on mm-hmm. the app. It's just going to stream through. It's like, And then the other part is, if I'm looking through my subscriptions on YouTube, uh, say I'm halfway through it, and I'm down one halfway through the list, because I have it alphabetical, and I say, okay, well, I'm done with this subscription. I want to look at another one that I know comes after it. Oh, no, no. We're going to take you all the way back to the top of the list, you know, and then you have to scroll all the way back down. That's like the Hulu app. The Hulu app is really difficult to interact with. It's interesting. I have I have a third gen Apple TV in the bedroom and a fourth gen in the living room, and there's there's so many times where you know the fourth gen is great. It's fast. It's snappy. It's it's a great you know feedback. I like it. But there are certain apps where when I go to the third gen to watch, I'm like, oh, this is so much better because you're just clicking a button. You know, it's actual like tactile buttons that you click. Whereas, so, for example, in the Hulu app on the fourth gen, it's all gesturing. It's all gesturing and swiping. And then what happens is sometimes you overshoot the gesture and it keeps sliding. And you're like, whoa, no, wait a minute, get back here. I wanted that. No, no, I want that. No, this one, this one right here. This is the one that, oh, well, you just tap it for crying out loud. It, it is just really frustrating to get to work that that interface. And I'm a pretty abled person when it comes to interacting with these interfaces. And I struggle with it. So I can only imagine what it's like for other people that aren't as as uh you know good at, at figuring out how that works it's not very intuitive 
So there's definitely people have got to start looking at these interfaces. Like, is nobody testing these? Hello? Yeah, they're not, obviously. Well, I mean, what I've given up and I do now, I put it on my iPad or my phone, find what I want, yeah. stream it to right. the Apple TV and say the hell with it. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth yeah. the freaking... I mean, it was a good app before. It had a couple minor things that didn't work right. Yeah. But they have just trashed it. They just YouTube. ruined it. They have made well, let's, it. Well, let's hope enough people make enough noise about it and they fix it. Well, I had a noise I wanted to make towards them, but I couldn't figure out how to send them a loud mm. fart sign. And say, <laughs> so I thought about trying, but I figured it would get banned or something like well, that. Well, it's the thought that counts, Kevin. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so they, they shit on me, I shit on them. Uh, <laughs> uh so uh, the other thing I know Elisa had is something about she's trying for some god-awful reason to listen to podcasts on her watch. Yeah. This is something you and I were talking about, Melissa. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if you've had any time to research Outcast or Hardcast. Now, I told you that Hardcast went on sale, and then that was the last I, I put any thought into it. I didn't invest any more time into it because it was just okay. kind of still new. But I did tinker around with Outcast some more. And I I do like it, um, but it's finicky in that it, it's just time consuming. It's 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 time consuming having to sit there and download. I mean, I did figure out that I could download more than one. I didn't push it past two. I could download two episodes simultaneously, two different episodes from two different um, two different podcasts. So just to back up a little bit, Elise and I are, have been tinkering around with this this app for the Apple Watch. You do install an app on your iPhone, but then it's for the purposes of installing the app on the Apple Watch, and then you interact with it solely on your Apple Watch. It's an app called Outcast, and it's so that you can download, you know, physically download episodes to the hard drive on your Apple Watch, and then you can listen to podcasts directly from your Apple Watch and not have to carry your phone around, which... When I've gotten it to work and I and I and I was listening to it, it was very liberating because what happens with me is I have this big eight plus phone and I think I've told you in the past I put a lanyard on it and so I wear it. And but sometimes, you know, when I'm doing the dishes or if I'm doing something with my hands or I need to bend over, you know, picking up after the dog or the kids or whatever, it's just annoying to have to have the, the, the phone strapped to me or even nearby or like you know, I'll set it down and then I'll I'll be listening to, you know, you have to have a Bluetooth earpiece in your ear for any of this to work. And so my hands are free and that's great. But then if I just set my phone down and go to another room in the house, then the Bluetooth cuts out because then the range gets cut off by a wall or something. So being able to just listen directly from my watch with a Bluetooth headpiece has been liberating because it's just the watch. It's I don't have to carry the phone with me. But it, I have to be dedicated to the work that needs to go into getting it onto the watch, and it's just time-consuming because you have to. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Elisa. You have to keep the watch like awake the whole time yes, while it's doing it. Has that. to be awake. You have to turn off the Bluetooth on your phone because mm-hmm. it's quicker to download through Wi-Fi. And I tried right. both ways, and it is absolutely quicker to download over Wi-Fi. The thing I also found because I have Beats headphones is I have to disconnect them from the phone. Yes. In order to hear them on the watch. Yep. Yeah, because Uh, mine, I don't know if yours does this, but mine will say, like, when I go, so say I was listening on the watch, and that was great and everything, but now, say I want to go in the car, I don't want to fiddle with the controls on the watch, because I'm driving, I like to just plunk my phone onto my my magnet, and then go away that way, and so I turn on my Bluetooth, it says, phone one, connected, 
phone two connected. Well, phone two technically is the Apple Watch. But then what happens is, for whatever reason, the Apple Watch overrides it. And so when I go to play it, it's, it's, it's looking for the sound coming from the watch. But that's not what it, I wanted it to do. So then I have to unpair it. And it's just, it's messy. That yeah. sounds like something that what you're sort of kind of dealing with, too. Yeah. I mean, when I first downloaded, downloaded it, it was just, it was very inconsistent. The very first time I use it, because I only use it when I'm at the gym, because I don't want to carry the phone. Either right. either I have it in, in an armband, or I'm carrying it, and every time I go to do something, I have to put it down, hope no one steps on it, hope I don't step on it, hope right. I don't drop a free weight on it. So, like you said, very liberating that I was able to leave my phone in the locker and then walk around the gym and just have my watch. But it was very awkward because you can do things like fast forward 15 seconds, rewind 15 seconds. You can use the crown to scrub forward. Mm -hmm. But anytime I did that, it would go back to zero. It would Mm -hmm. go back to the very beginning, Mm -hmm. which used to piss me off. And Mm -hmm. so I would take, I would either be hitting 15, 15, 15, 15, or using the scrubber and it would go a couple minutes and back and then a couple minutes and go back. Like the buffering was off or something. Well, no, it was, it was on my uh, watch. So it wasn't being like it was being streamed. It Mm -hmm. just was not working. And I was having all these different problems. And then there was an update Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, and like all those problems recently. and all those problems went away. Oh, that's good. Because I haven't tried it, it since then. Oh, it was great. I mean, it's awesome. when you hit the 15 seconds forward or back, it works. When you use the digital crown, it works. It's confusing, though, because like I've got it open now. And this is kind of hard to use when you don't have your headphones in. But mm-hmm. like you have you. See if it'll work. If you hard press on it, it brings you to settings and speed. So if I hit on speed, you can very granularly, you can change the speed by 0.1. So it goes down to, let me see, 0.5 up to, I think it's 2, up to Mm 2 for your playback speed. And then if you go back, it does the settings, which will give you the color that you want, what country you're in what your skip duration is. So like I have it set for 15 seconds, but you can make that shorter or longer. Uh, Scrubbing speed. Uh, Let's see. Then it has a list of all your files. Theme. So it gives you, gives you nine colors, blue, pink, green, red, gives you a bunch of different colors. So, which is not that big of a deal. But then if you see that's, you have to get used. Come on. You have, you have to get, get used, used to where to, it is in the interface, yeah. And you have to get used to tapping versus the hard press. Mm-hmm. And then where to add your files and then how to delete the files. So there is a bit of a learning curve. But if you are someone who like likes to take a walk without your phone, likes to go to the gym, doesn't want to have your phone, this is, I, I like this app. It's 99 cents. If you don't mind putting a little bit of work into it, it's not bad. Yeah, and I don't think there's any other apps that do what this one does. Well, allegedly, that brings me to Hardcast. Okay, yeah, okay. that is a free app. It's a podcast player. So this is a podcatcher that you can use just listening to podcasts on your phone. It is so convoluted, though. I don't know if you've had time to really look at it. No. There is so much to it, and it's kind of confusing. And there's, to me, I think there's a really big learning curve to it. But it says that you can, and I'm reading the, the, the page, support page right now. It says Apple Watch support. Play podcasts on your Apple Watch via Bluetooth. Or you can use your watch as a remote for the Hardcast app on the phone. 
works fine as a remote on your phone, but I'll be damned if I can get it to play on my watch. Yeah, well, why would you bother doing that when you can just use the now playing feature? I mean, isn't that basically what it's replicating? Because it, it says play it on your on your watch, but are you actually physically downloading the the digital file to the hard drive of the Apple Watch and playing it through hardcast that way, like you are with Outcast? See, that sounds, I don't sounds, think you are, but yeah, I, like this morning, I was playing with this again this morning, and I downloaded three podcasts to the phone. So mm-hmm. if I... Um, to the watch? Hold, no, to the phone. Oh, okay. Okay. So now if you hard press again, it comes up feed, switch to phone, seek to time. Well, I can't get it to seek to time. So if I switch to phone, it now shows me there's a now button and an upcoming button. The now button is the show that's being played right now, and the upcoming is what's coming up next. Mm-hmm. And I can get that to work. So if I hit the play button, which I'm not going to do right now, my phone will turn on and will start playing it. If I do the hard press and go switch to watch, everything disappears. Hmm. And nothing plays. And you can't it tell also, if it's crashed or not. No, it just nothing happens. Yep, I'm playing it right now. Nothing's happening. It also says, not that this is a big deal, but it says that you can do uh, chapter markers. Well, you can on the watch. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, I don't made sure that the that the podcast that you downloaded had chapter markers in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yep, I purposely did that just as a test. So, not a, I do not I don't like this. I don't like hardcast as a podcatcher, nor do I like it to be used with the watch. Mm-hmm. But Outcast, I'm going to keep. Yeah, Outcast seems to be on the right track. In fact, I've seen, I've just seen some quick, you know, headlines that more and more eyeballs are getting on it and people are starting to say things like, you know, this is what it could be like if we started having apps that actually worked on the Apple Watch. <laughs> and then a shout out for the phone when I keep my phone in the locker and I'm, you know, walking around the gym and then I always end, when I'm at the gym, I always end by going upstairs to walk around the track for a little bit. Well, that, that's a good distance away from the locker room. It's basically the other end. I'm still getting text notifications. Wow. So Is that because you're on LTE? No. Because you have a, you have the Apple 3, the, the Apple Watch 3. So Right, but not cellular. Oh, oh you didn't get the cellular. No. Version. Oh, no. Okay. no. Are, you so on, I will... are you on the Wi-Fi network nice. at the gym, maybe? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. Hmm. Sometimes right. it jumps on, sometimes it doesn't. And you have the 8 Plus now? Yes. Or the 8? Oh, the 8. Just the plain 8. Uh-huh. Hmm. So maybe okay. the between the, the two combinations of those two new devices maybe have better range between each other. Yeah. That's so I cool. still get text. I still, or I still get like a notification if I have an appointment coming up or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. That must feel well, that's... very liberating then. <laughs> oh, it, it really is. And I don't know how you guys feel about ratings in iTunes, but uh, for uh, apps. But so Hardcast got three point three out of five. Yeah. Uh, Outcast got three point eight, and then my favorite, and I don't have an Apple Watch tested out on, but Downcast uh, got four point two. So like that, how much stock a person wants to put into uh, you know ratings? But well, uh, but to be fair, Downcast yeah, like, has been around a lot longer. Yeah. Downcast just yeah. came out, so right. so actually, if you if you are going to put any kind of stock into App Store ratings. The fact that Outcast right. has only been out for a little while and it's already garnered that many 
positive True. reviews is something not nothing to shake a stick at. And plus, Mike, we're looking at apps that we can download the content directly onto our watch and not uh-huh. have to have the phone. So that yeah, we can keep the phone in the locker or keep that. it home well, or there's say, a, does there's Downcast a, even have a watch app? Yes. Yeah, they do. Oh, okay. But they, have they have one for every platform, iOS, watchOS, right. and Mac But isn't, isn't the watch app, I mean, I don't have it, but I isn't the watch just app just to, oh. it, is it to stream or is it to, is it to, um, to well, work I, on the phone? Well, I can't tell the description they got here. Is this for the phone app or is this for the app? I mean, I've clicked the one that says Apple Watch. It shows me the screenshots of the Apple Watch, but is this the... Uh, the description and stuff is that for that or um, what are you looking at are you looking at um downcast yeah downcast and they talk about uh as far as i know i mean i'm looking at downcast on my watch and on my iphone and it's when you first boot up downcast on your apple watch it says podcasts playlists or player so for, for me, it just looks like it, it's streaming from the phone. I don't okay. think there's a way to actually download, like an Outcast, yeah. where you can actually download episodes one by one or two by two onto the hard drive of the Apple Watch. You still have to yeah. have the phone. Yeah, and I, and I can't see in the uh, uh, iTunes store here where it says what the uh, phone app will do, because... The description looks like they're talking about the iPhone, iPad app. They're also talking about CarPlay. Um, the For which Mac one are you talking version. about now? Downcast. Oh, uh-huh. Well, I mean, uh, on the phone, it's a podcatcher. Right. And then but on like the I Apple say, Watch, it's just, a, it's just a companion to the podcatcher. Okay. Well, see, it doesn't say anything about the actual Apple Watch right. app in there. Mm-hmm. And I, right. uh, how do you figure, if you go looking for watch apps... Where do you do you yeah, go into it, iTunes? It just shows the the um, screenshots of what it looks like. Yeah, I think it does. When you ins- when I installed Downcast, I got the Apple Watch app with it. Yeah, yeah. You can tell it then when you go in to say, "Is there a companion watch app?" You know, once you install it on your device, it's paired with your watch, and then it'll then you can say, "Okay, now put that uh, the companion app over on the watch." Looking at this, I I feel that the downcast Apple Watch version of it is just a replacement for the now playing, I don't know if you want to call it an app, that that's built sure. into the Apple Watch. I think it's just a replacement for that because the now playing version is kind of very simplistic and stripped down, where it's, whereas the, outca- uh, uh, the downcast <laughs> Apple Watch version, when you scroll up, it gives you a lot more control. So, so probably people like that they like being able to, to control it. even though they're streaming it it's not it's not like you're actually downloading the episode to the hard drive of the apple watch you're you're actually streaming it or you know right. maybe i don't know if streaming is the right term but you're you're you have to have the phone nearby in order to be able to utilize this but the interface for interacting with it on your watch is a lot more robust than just the now playing thing that comes with the watch so that's probably the difference but then outcast is an actual podcatcher for your apple watch but see it relies upon you having well i don't know if i'd call it a, a podcatcher it's a podcast player that well i guess could it be called a podcatcher because you actually do use the app on your watch to download episodes but it kind of relies on what you'd already set up in other words i don't think it's independent you still have to install something on the phone 
and then you still have to have had an XML or, or some other podcatcher that you've already subscribed to podcasts with. No, you, you don't. No, oh, you don't. Okay. No, there is a search on there. So you could say, I want an episode of Geekiest Show Ever. So you would type in Geekiest Show Ever, and it gives you a list of all the episodes. Directly and on then the watch? You, or on the watch. Um, and the, yep, on the watch. And then you can just download that one episode or two episodes, whatever it is that you want. Whereas what I did is I did an export from Overcast and then brought it in. And then so now it gives me a list of all the different podcasts that I'm subscribed to. And I can go in and say, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. So it doesn't automatically download like Overcast does. But it does tell me these are your podcasts. And I can just say, okay, I'm going to the gym now. And uh, Geeky Show Ever just came out with an episode. Let me download that one. Okay, yeah. So see, that's what I had done too. And I I did the same thing as you did, except that I used... um, Castro is my source to get the stuff onto the watch, but I do see that you can actually do a search. So on the watch, I would think that Outcast is an actual podcatcher that you can use directly on the watch. You still have to, like I said, install an app to get it onto the watch, but then once it's there, then it is fairly independent. Mm -hmm. I I have to say this whole exercise sounds a bit sadomasochistic to me, but you know, (laughs) <laughs> it's work. It is work. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to lie. It is like Melissa said. It is work. It's not just. It's not like Overcast where you just open it up and go, "Oh, look, a new episode of such and such downloaded. Great!" And off you go. Right. There is work involved, but the freedom of not having to carry my phone around, leaving that in the right. locker while I'm at That's the gym, makes it worth it. Freedom. Is, no. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then plus, and and having the wireless ear, you know, having the the Beats. It's just like, oh, this is so good. See, now I'm just picturing Mel Gibson and. I'm picturing Mark dressed like milk. That's not going to go well. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I did it very easily. I just did a search using the Outcast app on my watch. I just did a search and I just, I just typed in NPR because that was the easiest to scribble out. And I, and I looked for a a podcast show of theirs that I hadn't been subscribed to and I'm able to just download it just straight up from the watch. So it's, you know, once you get on there, it's, it's pretty independent. So Yep, I, I agree with Lisa. It is it it is some work. It's a little bit of a learning curve, but it is it is worth it just for being that that feeling of being able to feel liberated from if I if I say okay, I'm going to put these three episodes on my watch because these are the three that I really want to listen to while I'm working in the kitchen or while I'm like doing stuff around the house. The rest of it can just stay you know in my regular workflow that I use for when I'm listening to stuff in the car. But, you know, for, for the ones, the, the shows, you, you have to give it a little bit of forethought. The things that you do want to listen to on your watch, put them on your watch. And then then you have to fiddle. See, then the other thing, too, is then you have to fiddle with the earpiece. So you have to, depending on what you're using. I don't know. I wonder if, like, maybe having two sets of earpieces would, would help with that, where you keep one that's paired to the Apple Watch and the other one that's paired to your phone, maybe. Maybe I should just not use my... You should buy you could do that, but I, car. but I love these beats, so that's what I'm using. So the first thing I do is I take my phone, I turn off the blue, you know, when, once I turn on my earbud, my beats, I go into the phone, disconnect them. Mm-hmm. See, so yeah, that's what I need to do. I need to work myself into a workflow that, okay, if I'm going to do this, these are the three steps that I need to take to, to do first before I do the next part. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to carry us that far. And only because I have a a kind of hard out, I've got some family things I have to attend to, that I'm going to move us along to our show picks. And I'm going to randomly pick uh, Melissa to start with the show picks. All right. right, Well, we'll talk about it some more next time. Um, But the reason why that I picked my, this is for my play money pick, uh, I said, Mama needs a Naz. (laughs) 
So I went on Amazon and I found the Synology 2 uh, two bay NAS disk, disk station, and this does not have a disk in it, and it is four hundred bucks, so it fits within our our play money total here. So I just kind of picked something something top of the line, and then I'll work my way down to what I can actually afford. <laughs> but uh, so just you know, a little precursor. I I was harvesting for parts this past week, and I I took a I took apart a bunch of things and put them back together in different configurations, and so now I'm. I'm starting to look outward at, at how I'm going to stream and and get more storage because some of the hard drives have failed and I need to do something to future-proof some of this stuff. So, But that was my pick. It was a Synology 2-bay NAS disk station DS718 for $399. Free shipping. Yeah, no, they're they're nice. I know, is it uh, Synology? Is that the one that the Matt Geek Gab recommends a lot? Yes, that's yeah. probably why it's in my brain. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw Synology, I was like, nah, I'm not going to look at the other ones. This, this, this should be good. All right, so, so now I'm just going to randomly move over to the middle of the country, or somewhere in the middle where Michael is, the north middle, whatever you want to call it. I'm never in the, I'm never in the middle, but um, geographically. And, uh, anyway, I picked – oh, what did I pick? Oh, um, uh, here we go. A drone. <laughs> uh, because I'm looking forward to warm weather. You could do it in cold weather, but who wants to uh, operate uh, command controls with uh, your hands in the wintertime? So uh, the GoPro Karma uh, with harness for the Hero 5 um, GoPro camera. Um, so it's a drone, and it's got a, uh, a uh, GoPro camera built into it, so I could be flying over and you know looking at things. I, I actually tried to look for a drone with a... Uh, like a grabber or a hook or something, because we live right next to the golf course, and I would find it really fun to fly over and drop random golf balls <laughs> out there while somebody's golfing, golfing just to confuse them. Um, so, uh, but no, I saw this. I'm thinking, oh, it's kind of cool because I kind of I like the notion. And my wife did buy me a cheap drone, but the thing was, I couldn't get it to like hover properly. It kept veering off in direction. So I guess I kind of gave up on it but uh, something like that that i could just kind of fly around zoom up take aerial photos of the house or the neighborhood or whatever or the golf course or you know whatever and i thought that'd be kind of cool because you know like i'm something to get me outside and get me out of my little you know wonder cave down here i want my dad to get one of these things i would think he would have so much fun with a with a drone taking pictures and stuff but then he'd probably use it to spy on people and get arrested so i'm, I'm, I'm just worried about mike dropping his balls <laughs> on everybody so i mean <laughs> that would be tragic <laughs> uh, uh, in south dakota experience. we had a an incident. <laughs> best experience of their Keep life your balls anyway. to yourself mike <laughs> <laughs> Stop touching other people's balls, Mike. Yeah, quit trying to find other people's balls. <laughs> right. All right, on that ball note, we'll move on to Elisa. <laughs> okay. I have something I could say about that, but I'm Are not you on the ball right now. Yeah, okay. The ball is wearing, all yours. I'm, I'm wearing my Red Sox shirt. There's baseball. <laughs> okay, so I have always loved, 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 loved the electric guitar and the drums. And I thought that would be the coolest thing ever is to learn how to play those instruments. But I am inept and I could never do it. My body is too symmetrical. My left hand has to do what my right hand is doing. However, if I had the coordination and the money, I would love the Pearl Roadshow five-piece drum set for $479 on Amazon. That's great. But the problem... 
But the problem with me is, you know, I mean, you know how the drums are. You've got the one foot keeping the beat. One, two, three, four. Then your left hand is going one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And your right hand is going. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just too symmetrical. I think you should try it. I would love so, it. Oh, what 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 you're Go saying to the is music store sometime. Well. What you're saying is, I don't want to work. I just want to bang, bang on the drums, on the drums all, day. all day. Yep. <laughs> that oh, that would be that would be the greatest. When I see someone up there on the on the stage mm-hmm. jamming with an electric guitar, I'm just like, oh, yep. my mm-hmm. kingdom! I would well, love to be able to do that. What you need well, is the I, drum kit app for your iPad, then you can play there. Yeah, there you out. go. That's not the same. Yeah. Being <laughs> no. able to take those yep. drumsticks yep. and. That would my be son exactly has something my, exactly. that my mom got him for his birthday. Mm-hmm. It's like a little uh, pad that he puts on his desk, and it has real drums, drum uh, sticks, and it's all digital. And you plug it into the computer, and you can bang away for it. He has he has ADD, so we thought that would be fun for him to like you know blow off some steams, and and he likes it. It, has, it even has little pedals that you can plug in for your feet. It's like I could never learn like piano that. either because your left hand is just like, you know, do, 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 while your right hand is going, do, 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 you know, up and down the keys. Can't do it. See, that part I can do. What I couldn't do when I tried to learn piano is I, I learned how to play by ear. And so the piano teacher would teach me something and she'd try to show me how to read the notes on the paper. <laughs> but my brain was already like, this was when I was young and had a lot more elasticity, but my brain would already be, you know, two steps ahead. I'd already memorized the sounds and where the keys were. So I'd just play it, but I wouldn't be reading the music, you see. So yeah. Why were you that. banging your ear on the keyboard, Melissa? Was I banging my ear on the keyboard? You said you're playing. No, I by said ear. I, I, I play. I yeah, I play by ear. Okay, now I get it. Okay. <laughs> this is where the, this is where my drum comes in. But <laughs> oh, yeah. rim, rim shot. So, sorry, I couldn't resist there. So, well, my pick. You know, this will be a big shocker, but I've had a chance to play with an iPad Pro, and I'm kind of hooked now. But because I've had that chance, and because of my beloved luscious phone. Uh, and all the stuff I do on it, I want a 12.9-inch iPad Pro with 256 gig, but Wi-Fi only. Mm-hmm. And then I think once I figure out that and how I could use it to record the show like we're doing, you know, make it work consistently, and I know there's ways to do it, so please send your angry letters to Mike about it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Talk to Guy Searle. Yeah, talk to Guy Searle. Um <laughs> I, I he'll come to your him. house. He's been here. <laughs> I know <laughs> he'll come again. Yeah, that's that's why I have the doors locked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the locks changed. Poor guy. Just, just kidding, guy. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I. I mean, I can really see that at some point I would have a an iPad Pro, whether it's twelve point nine or whatever, and just a Mac Mini. And then there's actually a guy on YouTube that I follow that uses an iPad, and he has it plugged into a large screen monitor, so I could still do my multiple monitor setup like I have. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it would just yank my chain or float my boat, whatever you want to call. But I could see myself transitioning more and more to just using iOS instead of my Mac. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I you know like I said. Never say but, never. That's right. I'm not going to say never. Uh, Mark may correct me and say yes, say never, because he tried it, but he tried early on, mm-hmm. and I think things have changed a lot. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my pick. 
So before we get uh, before we sign off here, let everybody outroduce themselves. That was the word Mike was trying to figure out last week at the end of the show. I heard him struggling with that one. Uh, <laughs> Busted. But yeah, but he did an excellent job despite that. So uh, we'll start in the upper left corner, Miss Baselli. Oh, that would be me. So on Twitter, it's at Sensei Dai, and the podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes is Three Geeky Ladies, which is at threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. We just released an episode last week. It was a solo show by Suze who uh, went glamping. She and her husband bought a travel trailer, so she talked about her experiences with that. Better her than me. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a hotel type of girl. Me too. I'll always... go hoteling with you. We need to make our own word for that, Elisa. Yeah, big city girl. Yeah, just don't just make sure you add something after the H O because that's just not going to end well. Elisa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, go hoeing cross country. God forbid, no. Yeah, just <laughs> my, poor Mike. Yeah, you, you've missed my humor, haven't you, Mike? Uh, not by much, but oh. uh, go ahead. So we'll move on to the other side of the country, uh, and we'll, let's find out about Melissa. Well, of course, we already kind of know about her, but let's find some more. <laughs> let's find out some more. Yeah. And you really want to know, if you really want to know, you can follow me online all over at The Mac Mommy. And I also do another podcast, surprise, surprise, with David Ginsburg, and we call it In Touch with iOS. And uh, we released one not too long ago, and it was... Uh, Mostly, I would say mostly, but it was a little bit about the HomePod. He had gotten a HomePod, and then we also discussed a bunch of other things. Actually, I think uh, you guys would dig it, because there's a couple of things that we talked about where we talked about repurposing older devices. So you might want to check that out. Oh, yeah, that would be good, because I keep thinking about my poor iPad original version, and uh, Mm -hmm. I won't let it go because I love that thing, and I'm just not going to willing to give it up. I used to use it as a streaming device, but... I've talked about that on the show before. so I'll have There might be some goodies goodies for you in the last episode, so go check that out. I shall. Michael. Thank you. So does that mean that I'm the center square? Does that mean I'm like Paul Lynn? You look a little like <laughs> Paul Lynn, yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> Any who don't get that reference, go look up the uh, the old Hollywood squares. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you... If you do want to find out more about my craziness, and God help you if you do, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman. Uh, I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And go check out uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk at sci com. Excellent. And this is your infrequent uh, co-host, Kevin Alder. You can find me on Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A or about.me slash Kevin Alder. And everybody, we want to thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you this week. Uh, If you have any reviews and comments, they're always welcome in iTunes, and we thank all those that have done it. We really do appreciate it. Helps the show get discovered, although sometimes the discovery is just painful for people. But anyway, that's beside the point. (laughs) There's cream for that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, folks, thank you for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope one thing, between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek.
This is Mark Chappell of the Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Forth Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, nope, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. I mean, you know what we should do? Get better writers? Well, that goes without saying. No, I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rampant Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, no, no. It'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views and opinions of Rampant Mumblings and Essential Mac along with... Well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean venture. Well, it's still essentially an apple-related show, so why not How Do You Like Those Apples? Catchy, but does it essentially sum up what an apple show should be about? All right, how about Get Your Apples Here, An Apple A Day, Chatty Apple, Happy Pie... Oh, oh, just apple. No, we essentially need something that is more apple-related. Monkey tennis! Huh? No, no, no. We just need something essentially apple that lets people know we will essentially be discussing apple-related things. You knuckleheads, just call your new podcast the Essential Apple Podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to. Should have gone with monkey tennis.